This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Welcome back to this Halloween edition of Sports Call, Tiger Dunning 5.9. Some of the songs require you to think about what the song is to be Halloween. Uh-huh. Like the one going to break was I Want Candy. Right. This one, Hungry Like a Wolf. Yeah. And, uh, you, hey, you're in charge of that. I, 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 I'm going to be surprised every single time. So we... Uh, Definitely got the, the music going today. Hopefully, the very the at least somewhere in there is uh, from Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. Oh, maybe, maybe so. I mean, we got a full three hours to find uh, yeah, out. I mean, come uh, on. Uh, but now we go back to the orthopedic clinic phone line. We welcome on Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Ferg, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, I think it would be, probably be like the the Reese's. That I guess this time of year they're pumpkins. Um, yes. You know, the, the, the shaved Reese's, the seasonal Reese's, for some reason, I think, are better than the regular cups. Um, and, yeah, the, the pumpkins at this time of year are always a good one. Excellent choice. Yeah, we're definitely going to be uh, having a, a little bit of a elongated chat on candy later in the show because, you know, sports things here on this Halloween. But uh, let's uh, let's get into a little Auburn stuff, Ferg. Obviously, a much more positive tune after Auburn's first SEC win of the year. Obviously, kind of night and day with first and second half, but let's start with the first half. I mean, just what did you see out of Peyton Thorne in that offense? Yeah, I mean, Auburn uh, did what they said they were going to do in this game and and took advantage of the fact that they were playing a Mississippi State team that struggles uh, with teams throwing against them, getting out in space, um, you know, making plays that way. Uh, Auburn looked excellent on that side of the ball. And, you know, you're really the first – half of the season, a little over half of the season when Auburn went through that stretch where they played you know, really tough teams right in a row. Auburn wanted to shorten the game. They wanted to run run the ball, work the clock more, um, not go up-tempo, help out their defense. I, I understand it. Um, you know, Even though there were times where it looked like Auburn was better playing at tempo. This Mississippi State game, though, you know, there was no reason for them not to do do that. There was no reason for them not to go in that direction, and uh, they did, and and put up some some big points. You know, this is again, we've we've talked about it with this Auburn offense. They don't have to, you know, light up the scoreboard and become this incredible offense for them to win these games down the stretch. They just had to be better. And on Saturday against Mississippi State, they were better. Um, you know, thought Auburn did a good job of getting their playmakers out in space, finding creative ways to get them the ball in their hands. And Peyton Thorne played with a ton of confidence. But like he trusted his receivers, trusted his protection. It was a really good game for the offensive line in terms of uh, pass pro, probably their best all year. Not giving up a sack to a Mississippi State team that's really what they're really good at uh, was a great sign. So, I mean, this is kind of a, a tone setter for what could be coming up down the stretch. Um, you look at, you know, Auburn's got games coming up against uh, Vanderbilt, who has struggled, um, you know, obviously this season. Arkansas, who knows what they're going to look like in a couple of weeks uh, when Auburn comes uh, to, to Fayetteville. Um, and then you got a game against New Mexico State before the Iron Bowl. So this is a potential for them to get on a streak here, get on a roll. And I think Peyton Thorne, this was the quarterback, this was the offense that Auburn fans were expecting at the start of the year. Justin, you know, you, you talk about protecting uh, Peyton Thorne the best that they have so far this year. Uh, talk about that offensive line play, and specifically talk about Connor Liu getting his first start on that offensive line this weekend. I thought Connor Liu did a great job. Mississippi State tries to, um, you know, scheme up ways 
to get to the quarterback. Uh, they don't just rush four uh, every play. Um, they, they get creative. They blitz. They stunt. They do a lot of stuff. That's a big-time kind of pressure thing for your center. He's got to ID a lot of that. He's got to, you know, make the right reads and the right calls there and the adjustments of the line of scrimmage. He did that. Um, snaps were really good. He only had one there on that last drive that that, that was rough. Um, but, you know, no harm, no foul. Auburn landed on him and was able to, you know, finish off the win there. Um, I thought Connor Lou played really well. thought Auburn just did a good job, that group, um, you know, holding up against the pressure of Mississippi State, creating some holes in the running game, especially in the first half was good. And the other thing is, this is a group that's rotating. Um, you know, Cam Stutz, is, as Free said yesterday, has been banged up and they're not playing him every snap of every game. Um, you know, Isaiah Miller's been hurt this year. Some other guys have been worn down. Gunnar Britton continues to be one of the best offensive linemen Auburn's had in a while when it comes to just consistent play up front. Dylan Wade had some penalties, but overall played really well with his, in his protection. You get Jeremiah Wright in the game. You get Jaden Muskrat in the game. There's a couple guys who could be who could be playing for you next year. Um, so getting those guys experience right now, I think is good. You want to preserve that offensive line, um, you know, and, and and not wear them down at this point in the year. So the rotation is a is a thing of a necessity. But I think you could have a really big benefit to the future of Auburn's offensive line because there are several guys who are getting snaps right now that aren't necessarily every down players, every every down starters uh, that are you know. Um, that, that that could be in your plans next year. So it's a really really good sign. And, and obviously, Lou looks like a guy who can be, you know, Auburn's starting center for the next couple of years. Ferg on Saturday, Auburn had a, roughly around eleven different receivers catch a pass. Now, obviously, a lot of those were running backs and tight ends. I mean, it had a little bit of everything in that game. Do you feel Auburn has moved closer and has maybe settled on maybe a group of five to six wide receivers that they that have kind of separated themselves, or are we still apt to see? all eight, nine guys by the by the end of each game? Yeah, I still think you're going to see a lot of those guys. I think Jake Fair, you know what you like uh, out of him, and, and he seems to be you know a guy they're going to continue to go back to. Um, Caleb Burton uh, caught that first pass and played out wide, moved around. He's getting more and more snaps. But, yeah, it's, it's just some of everybody. And when you don't have you know a dominant wide receiver one and your best receiver is a slot guy like Jake Fair is, um, you need to rotate. Um, you know, Revolta Fairweather's pretty much not a tight end anymore. In the last few weeks, he's played less than 20% of his snaps uh, as an attached tight end. Um, He's more of a big slot receiver, sometimes outside receiver at this point for Auburn. Um, Move it around. I mean, Shane Hook was kind of AWOL on this offense for the past month. He catches a huge touchdown, makes makes a couple plays in this game. I mean, you just got to keep going with that. Cameron Brown. Um, you know, some other other guys um, you know, getting involved in something about from Johnson Jr. You know, it's just this Auburn offense is at its best when everybody can kind of eat and then you know you get everyone involved, spread the field, make that make sure that everyone's a threat to catch a pass, spread it out that way. And, you know, that includes the running backs, that includes the tight ends. Um so yeah, I, I nobody's really separating themselves at wide receiver this season other than Jay Fair. Um but you can get creative and find it different ways. And whether it's young guys um, who can be here for, for a few more years or um, some of these transfers who are just trying to finish uh, the season on a positive note, uh, get everybody involved, rotate them out, and, and, and you know, see, see who can make plays for you on any given day. And then, Justin, you, know, you, you kind of mentioned the, the running backs there, but talk more about that running back play from, from this past weekend. Jarquez Hunter was, was exceptional. Um, he looked like the old Jarquez again. 
Um, I think, you know, he's looked a lot more patient, um, you know, letting plays develop, letting the holes develop and accelerating. He looks fresher, healthier, just moving better. First half of the season was rough for him, obviously, um, but he has really gotten back to work and has done a really, really good job. Received a lot of praise from Freeze and his teammates for just going back about his business. He's done a really good job. You're going to get Demari Austin healthier and healthier as time goes on. Um, you're going to get Brian Batine, Jeremiah kind of involved even more. Um, but having a guy like Jarquez Hunter who you know can make big plays for you without necessarily having to touch the ball 20, 25 times a game is it, huge. And so, really good running back play from Auburn in this game. Um, you know, they, they they did a good job of um, taking it to them in the first half. Second half. Mississippi State adjusted. Auburn wasn't really, um, you know, didn't didn't really counterpunch as quickly uh, in the running game. But end of the game, when everybody in the building knew Auburn was going to run the ball, what happens? Jarquez Hunter rips off two really good runs and puts the game away. That's just the the type of player he is. Switching over, looking at the defensive side of things, uh, there has been a lot to like with this defense all the, all through the season, uh, and another good performance against Mississippi State. Uh, is there anything in particular? Uh, that you have seen out of that defense that really jumps out at you that has impressed you? Yeah, I, I'm writing about this tomorrow for tomorrow for the Observer, and it's just this is not a good per play defense. They're like 89th in the country, 87th or something like that in yards per uh, yards per play. But they just get off the field. Uh, they're a really good scoring defense, great red zone defense. Third, down, they're getting off the field on third downs. They're forcing turnovers. So even when teams feel like they can move the ball, you got to earn every single you know point you get against. So think about the Mississippi State game. Think about the touchdown that State had in that game. Um, you know that was a you know Mike right threw a dot like right by Deontay Scott's head uh, for for that touchdown. Uh, just a really good play. You, you know, end of the game, Auburn gets a stop down down there. It's just they make teams have to earn everything. And so even though. It's not a strong defensive front um, in terms of depth. Um, they do give up chunks on the ground. Uh, they don't have a go-to pass rusher uh, that's, that's really been just a, a super standout this season um, on, on the edges. Um, they, they just get off the field, and uh, they do a really good job of adjusting. I think Ron Roberts deserves a lot of credit for getting the most out of this group uh, this season. This is not a deep or overly talented defense, um, but they have some strengths and they play to them and when the when the other team kind of counters they they stay in front of them um and so i think the sovereign defense um is going to go down as a pretty good one this year even if the numbers you know don't say that they were a dominant unit they've they've done a really good job of getting off the field and keeping points off the board which is obviously the most important thing Talking to Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer today on Sports Call. One more football, Ferg, and then we'll have one basketball for you. Uh, this Vanderbilt team that Auburn's going to face this Saturday, Nashville, obviously kind of a weird stat that Auburn's not won there nearly 20 years because of just the 08 and 12 debacles and just not playing them frequently. But, uh, Vandy, on the, the, the win-loss sheet, just 2-7 and seven on the year, they've hung around some games. What are the challenges that they'll uh, that Auburn will face on Saturday? Yeah, on offense, you got to be worried about uh, the way Vanderbilt can, can stay in games because they can create big plays. Um, this is not a very good offense, uh, yet they are top three, top four in the SEC in, in big passing plays this year. That's because Will Shepard's awesome. Um, if they can get the ball to him, Will Shepard is one of the best receivers in the SEC this year, period. Um, you know, and they've had trouble holding on to the ball. They've used different quarterbacks. They have not, uh, you know, gone back um, to their starter from the beginning of the year, Ken. 
Ken Seals has kind of been the guy they've, they've leaned on recently. They, the interesting one here is they, against Ole Miss on Saturday, um, they went with a new quarterback, Walter Taylor. Uh, he's from Jackson. Um, he's six seven and can run. Um, you know, not a polished passer at this at this stage in his career, uh, but he ran the ball twenty times against Ole Miss. So if they go with Taylor, you can get a steady diet of just you know running quarterback there. But if Shepard, I mean Shepard can make plays, and Shepard is a guy that can can flip the field on you, get points on the board. They've done a good job of hanging in in games early, especially at home this season. Um, so they are. They're a team that's got some got some weapons on offense that you don't want to just completely pass them over um, and ignore them. Will Shepard, I think, is the big one. And if their quarterback can get the ball to them and then and, and avoid turnovers, whoever that is, you know they can hang around in this game. On the defensive side, uh, Vanderbilt's really struggled on that side of the ball here this season. I'm taking some steps back. Not a really good run stopping defense, giving up a ton of yards. Ton of you know very, reminds me a lot of Mississippi State back in the last couple of you know really the last month. Uh, I think teams are averaging like like seventy one percent completion percentage against them, which is really really high. Um, so I mean, Auburn could run back to that same game plan they they did against Mississippi State, uh, and and I think have a lot of success with it on Saturday against Vanderbilt. You got to do it away from home. It's a weird environment. It's an active construction zone. It's a small crowd. Like it's going to be all the weird stuff. Auburn just got to put that show on the road. I like Auburn, how Auburn's offense matches up with um, Vanderbilt's defense for sure. And I think on the flip side, Auburn's offense, Auburn's defense, they just got to make sure Shepard doesn't beat them um, and does a good job of, you know, if it is a guy like Walter Taylor, uh, bringing down their, their the running threat they've got at quarterback. And then Ferg, turning the basketball for one quick question, Bruce Pearl's team gets set to take on Auburn Montgomery in an exhibition tomorrow. What does Coach Pearl want to see out of his team? Yeah, I think they're going to want to see uh, just how they how they can get ready. They're going to use this game to really get ready for Baylor. I think they're going to work on some stuff um, on Saturday, or I would say on Wednesday that they're going to use in South Dakota. They're going to um, you know try to see which combinations work best in the front court and in the back court because um, that's going to go a long way in who starts. But this is going to be a deep team. You're going to see them rotate a lot. You're going to see them. Um, pretty pretty even with the minutes. Uh, they like they like a lot of what they've got, and I think you know uh, the big thing is that Auburn fans that come here tomorrow night uh, to watch them. I think you're going to see a much better offense. Um, we know we don't have a ton of details of what happened in that scrimmage they played against uh, against uh, uh, Furman uh, on on Sunday. We do know they scored over 100 points in it though, and you know Auburn has looked a lot better in the preseason. Um, shooting the ball, working the ball, playing fast. Um, this team is going to take some time to come together, but I think you know tomorrow this this, this exhibition is going to be a lot about finding what they want to really really run. And they play an awesome you know Baylor team you know next Tuesday night. He's Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer joining us today on Sports Call. Ferg, what do you have going on with the Observer here in the coming days? Yeah, you can check out a story uh, came up today on Auburn's history in Vanderbilt and kind of. Some of the stuff we talked about about this particular matchup and why it's so interesting. Um, it's not, you know, don't look at it as, oh, this team's lost seven games. Auburn should have, Auburn should have no big deal. I mean, you free sounds pretty worried about about the the threat of Vanderbilt, and you kind of break down the reasons why on uh, uh, in that. And then, like I said, we have a story tomorrow coming out on Auburn's defense, kind of what has made them tick uh, this season, why they've been a lot better than maybe what their stats could kind of show uh, for them this this year. 
uh, we'll be covering uh, the uh, exhibition tomorrow night. Uh, so, you know, that's not on TV. So if you can't make it out to the game, we'll have a ton of coverage from it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it on our podcast. We'll preview Vanderbilt this week, mailbag, 13 for 13, ton of stuff. It's a great time to sign up for the Observer, um, auburnobserver.com. I mean, this time next week, I'm going to be in South Dakota for Auburn Baylor. So this is a, it's, you know, I'm going to be on the road this weekend in Nashville. So ton of stuff going on, and we'll be on top of everything, Auburn football and basketball at the Observer. Sign up there. A very busy yet exciting time of the year. Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer with us today. Justin, as always, we appreciate the time. Be safe traveling, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, Sarah.